Hello and welcome to Objective Health. I am your host Doug. With me in the virtual studio are Erica Elliott Tiff. Hello. And in the background on the ones and twos is Damien. Hello. So today we are talking about uh, new soon-to-be blockbuster drug coming out from Merck. Seems like all we're doing is covering uh, the evils of pharmaceutical companies these days. But Merck has just uh, come out with a new super drug, in quotation marks, called Molnupiravir. Did I, sp- did I say that right? Molnupiravir. Um, why do they make them such complicated names? Anyway, different thing. Molnupiravir. So basically, they're, they're branding this as a, an anti-COVID drug, um, more or less. So... Um, I well, we can do that though. Disca- I thought they only used the vaccine. That's the well, only I don't thing. Know That's why it has the emergency is. use authorization because there's nothing else out there to even do touch anything close to. They want to cast their net as <laughs> wide as possible. Yeah. So well, all the people who don't want to take a vaccine for whatever reason, they think they'll get them with a pill form, and they just want to cover all their bases. That okay. does bring up a good point, though, Erica, is like how if, if this thing is, you know, approved and, and comes to market and all that kind of stuff, they can no longer go with their emergency use authorization. I didn't think about that. So maybe they yes. think that they've milked the vaccine, like we talked mm-hmm. about on last week's show. Now they're giving it to five to 11 year olds. <laughs> so maybe they're milking that for all it's worth. And once that's kind of like once they've they're kind of like, OK, everybody who isn't hasn't gotten it by now aren't they were, they're not going to get it unless we like tie them, them down and force them so why don't we come out with this pill and it's round two now it's mm-hmm. like we'll get them get them with the other thing well they already have the comernity which doesn't exist yet that's yeah. approved but of course that's not the one that they're given to everybody yeah but uh one of the reasons why the vaccines were approved is because there was no uh, alternative alternative right? effective treatment so right. it's very convenient that this comes out like right at the end of the whole vaccine push where most of the people who are going to take it have already taken it so now they can bring this out and make some money off of that too yeah and of course the only reason that this is considered viable in any sense of the word is because they've been slamming ivermectin and hcq um saying that those are ineffective and unsafe, et cetera, et cetera. Um, But the thing is, if you really look at the data on ivermectin and then you look at the preliminary data on this, your jaw is going to hit the floor because this one, the stuff that's, you know, at first I had heard, I think I got it mixed up with the the Pfizer one because apparently they have a drug coming out as well. And it's just basically an ivermectin ripoff, if I understand correctly. And I thought that that was this one. But then as I was reading about this one and I found out what it what it actually is, I was just I I was stunned. I couldn't believe it. So this is basically gene therapy in pill form. <laughs> I think anyway. Um, well, maybe let's just start at the beginning here. There was a, an article up on Zero Hedge called Proceed with Caution at Your Own Risk, Merck's COVID super drug poses serious health risks, scientists warn. Um, so they are talking about how there have been scientists who've come out and said that it could cause cancer or birth defects. Um, 
does not have a strong safety profile. Uh, where does it get into the stuff about the genetic stuff? Um, well, Elliot, you know a little bit about this. Maybe you should just <laughs> maybe I should just throw it to you here. Yeah, so uh, I was interested in looking at the mechanism of this drug um, because they do say that it's shown to be somewhat effective. So it's kind of interested in, okay, like how is this effective? What does it do? Um, well, it turns out what it is is kind of like gene therapy for viruses. Uh, basically, what it does is it increases the amount of mutations these are called uh, transition mutations. So uh, basically when you've got DNA, you've got these things called base pairs and these make up like the, 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 the basis of DNA. And um, so what can happen is, is that when someone has high amounts of um, when they take this drug, what it's meant to do is, is the drug is ordinarily uh, meant to affect the viral DNA um, and cause these mutations. And wh- this, this, this is referred to as like a lethal catas- catastrophe or error catastrophe. Uh, it's basically when the, the mutations occur to such an extent that it, it stops the virus from being able to replicate. Um, so basically what this uh, is, is acting on the, the genome level for the virus um, to stop it from being able to do what it needs to do. Uh, my concern, and I think the concern of a lot of other people, is that, okay, if you're taking a drug which is specifically designed to cause genetic mutations, how can you make sure that those are not occurring to your own DNA as well, right? And that is what several kind of doctors and researchers have come out and said openly is this is like a major concern moving forward in that no one really knows whether this is going to affect the human genome or not. Like, how can they, as researchers coming up with this drug, how can they ensure that this drug only causes those specific mutations in in, in the viral genetic material and not human uh, genetic material? So again, that's, that's in a very simple way. I think that's how it works. Well, there's a quote in this article, actually, that says that, in, well, I'll read you the quote, actually. Sometimes scientists who have studied the drug warn, however, that the method it uses to kill the virus that causes COVID-19 carries potential dangers that could limit the drug's usefulness. Molnupiravir works by incorporating itself into the genetic material of the virus and then causing a huge number of mutations as the virus replicates, effectively killing it. In some lab tests, the drug has also shown the ability to integrate into the genetic material of mammalian cells, causing mutations as those cells replicate. If that were to happen in the cells of a patient being treated with molnupiravir, it could theoretically lead to cancer or birth defects. It could lead to a lot worse than that, too, I would, I would guess. You mean death? Yeah, but horrible death. At least death. you won't get the COVID. Yeah. <laughs> you won't get the COVID. <laughs> Good point, Erica. <laughs> At least well, I you guess this drug is supposed to be given out to people who have mild to moderate COVID symptoms, and it's supposed to what fifty um, percent decrease in risk of hospitalization <clears throat> or death, according to Merck and their uh, manufacturing partner Ridgeback Biotherapeutics. So it's a 
five-day course. You take two pills twice a day for five days for a total of 10 pills. And this is supposed to protect you from the COVID. But it's interesting that this is also a genetic uh, medication. They seem to be awfully concerned with our genetics these days and, you know, studying it and trying to manipulate it and just get in there and tinker around with it. So I think ultimately they want to do something with human D DNA and genetics to do mm -hmm. something that we'll see in the future. But uh, this is another uh, tool in their toolkit, apparently. And there's going to be more coming like you said Pfizer is going to have another one but a different type and um, I think there's a couple of other um, companies that's going to have a COVID pill on the market but this particular one I have to see it written before I can say it <laughs> has been approved in the UK mm. recently they're going to call it Lat Legevrio in the UK. Legevrio. These names, man. Yeah. <laughs> are they going to give this to people that are vaccinated? Undoubtedly. Ooh. I don't think that they would limit just their market to, just that in way. Case, just in case they didn't get, can, get the conferred immunity they were promised. It might be an alternative <laughs> to boosters. Maybe if people get sick of the boosters, they'll say, no, I'm going to take the pills instead. But and I if, wonder if the pills will be mandated in particular cases, just like the vaccines are. That would be interesting. No, but isn't the vaccine partly virus? Mm -hmm. And if it's supposed to go into the virus and cause mutations, it will just make more mutations. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because you've got this spike protein floating around. But a mutated version of the spike protein because of this drug. It's all very. Strange. Yeah, I don't know. I think I think it actually has to be like a like a a, a virus, right? So like a live virus. Uh, so I think the the you know the the spike protein vaccines or the mRNA vaccines, you generate a lot of the spike protein, but you don't necessarily generate, or theoretically at least, you don't generate like the active virus. Whether it does genuinely have an effect on um on like whether someone is more likely to to get covid or or activate some other kind of viruses that are floating around yeah i mean that's entirely possible but they did say specifically that um that they did not like it's going to be used for people who um, who've been vaccinated yet do not have immunity or it's going to be used for people or for countries who do not yet have kind of like a vaccine schedule, you know, like uh, mm. they don't have access to vaccines. So I think I, I personally, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they just go ahead and recommend this drug for everyone, even if they're vaccinated, uh, given their track record, like it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me either. Uh, you know, it could, they, who knows how they're going to try and sell it. I mean, maybe it'll be marketed as an alternative to the vaccine. Maybe it'll be, um, marketed as extra protection against the vaccine. I mean, words getting out that those vaccines aren't that effective or their, their effectiveness wanes over time. Um, so maybe it would be marketed in that way, but apparently they have also, um, 
ask the FDA for emergency approval, emergency use authorization. Um, actually, that was back uh, beginning of October, so it, it might have got it by now. I don't have the, the latest on that, I don't think. But well, one um, thing well, that's interesting is undoubtedly it, will be approved. So yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Not even a question. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there was a, it says in uh, this one article we we're looking at, Ivermectin, Truth Totalitarianism, Calling Out the Lie. They say here the U.S. government had agreed to pay $1.2 billion for 1.7 million doses of their new antiviral before <laughs> clinical testing showed either effectiveness or safety. So the U.S. is already handing over that money to to buy the doses before so this is it's kind of like an ongoing theme in this show like well it's effective safe sure we'll get it we'll just pay for it we'll buy it we'll dull it out and then we'll worry about approving it later on down the line (laughs) well speaking of buying it this drug is not cheap uh probably cost like dollars to make, but Merck is planning to charge a little over $700 for these 10 pills of Molpilnavir. Uh, so that's not cheap. No. And uh, I don't know if anybody is going to want to take that. They'll probably just suffer it out when they're sick. Well, apparently it's going to be federally. Uh, it's going to be federally subsidized. Apparently, mm, so it's it's the Which, government. So it's indirectly you're paying for it through your tax dollars. Yeah. But uh, it's it's it, yeah, it's uh, still seven hundred bucks. Who pays seven hundred bucks for basically uh, a flu remedy? How much is ivermectin? When again? they can when they can just <laughs> eat eat horse paste instead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And horse paste is totally cheap. <laughs> Joe Rogan did it. He's fine. You can get it at your local feed truck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I mean, do you guys feel like you're just living in bizarro world every single day? Like, you just read these things like... For the last 20 years. In the world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's become a black comedy. Yeah. Well, do we have anything else to say about Molnupirnavir? <laughs> it just seems. How like does this it is... compare to? Uh, how does it compare to ivermectin? Because why can't they just make ivermectin? Like, uh, forget well, the, the shenanigans the in the <laughs> Merck, right. who makes ivermectin, right? They're also making Molnupirnavir. Yeah. Yeah. And they've already <laughs> thrown it under the bus multiple times, right? Yeah, they yeah. basically um, were talking about. Um, I mean, they were coming out and saying, "Yes, our drug." Um, there's no. Oh, yeah, there was three three different lies in that article you were just talking about, Erica, um, the totalitarian one. Um, there were three lies that they uh, that they said about it. They said there's no scientific basis for a potential therapeutic effect against COVID nineteen from pre preclinical studies. That's a lie. There were studies that showed that. Um, they also said no meaningful evidence for clinical activity or clinical efficacy in patients with COVID-19 disease. That's a lie. There were studies that did show that as well. Uh, these, he provides links to all these studies, by the way, in the article. Um, and lie number three, a concerning lack of safety data in the majority of studies, which is hilarious because it's been used for, what, 40 years? 
something like that. And won the Nobel Peace Prize. <laughs> I think was it the Peace Prize or the Medi- well, Anyway, Nobel the, the, Prize in the men, the men that created it won a, not a Nobel. A, they won a Nobel Prize for yeah, it. Yeah, right? right. The two gentlemen, I think they were out of Japan, that created it. Yeah. So basically, they've they've already thrown their drug under the bus because you know it's it's old so it's not under patent anymore and they're not making much money off it so they were probably you know given a little money through the back door to um to trash talk their drug so that um the vaccine sales could go up and oh lo and behold now they've got a future blockbuster drug coming out i bet there was some kind of deal on this front it's like listen 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 just talk down your drug we're gonna get the vaccines out there in round two you're gonna lead the charge and Merck was like, yep, sounds good. If I had to bet. But the thing is, though, they could have made more money from ivermectin. They could have raised the price. I mean, people have done that a lot in big pharma. Like if <clears throat> and, uh, there's a renewed interest in their drug for whatever reason, they raise the price and uh, make a lot of money off of it or, you know, come up with a generic version and change it just a little bit, but it's basically the same. They could have made a lot of money off ivermectin, but they chose not to. And they chose to go with something that alters your DNA, which kind of bolsters my point that them getting into our DNA is pretty much the whole point. They're very motivated for doing that messing with your DNA. And back what we were saying, like if they use the ivermectin, then they don't have the emergency use authorization. They can't be jabbing kids for no reason, right? Mm -hmm. Like they just give them some horse paste and they'll be fine, you know? I mean, (laughs) gosh, they're just like walking contradictions. (laughs) Well, they did ask their trial participants to abstain from heterosexual intercourse. While taking the drug, I guess gay sex is fine. (laughs) Well, it was because it was the um, birth defects they were worried about, right? So they wouldn't give it to pregnant women. They wouldn't give it to women who could potentially become pregnant or they told them not to have any sex during the trial. Oh, my Lord. Because if uh, women started getting preggers while they were on this drug and started having mutant babies, Mm -hmm. that'd be bad press. Yeah. Lord, experimental new medicines. Yeah. Do pharmaceutical drug uh, companies actually do any good anymore? Is there anything beneficial that they do? Or is it just evil? That's a hypothetical question. I'm, I'm leaning more towards that end of the spectrum. Yeah. I mean, there's still some, uh, some things that can be saved from the medical industrial complex, like as far as like emergency medicine and emergency mm-hmm. surgeries and all that stuff. But outside of that, I don't really have much use. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. And any chronic disease, they really, they're pretty useless. Yeah. They drop the ball all the time. Yeah. Okay. And it seems like they're they're like the big players, you know, you got Pfizer, you got Moderna, like who comes up next? So you got this, so, you know, I mean, Pfizer, all the, the uh, TV show ads that they, you know, promote and all that. I mean, it's just crazy. It's like, it's like your political theater, you know, or your football theater. It's just, 
it just is a distraction and they're all you know for the most part do some pretty serious harm you know it's like why it's like robert f kennedy jr has been saying for years why can't you just make a safe and effective product it takes a little more time and money but it's it can be done because they don't want to yeah, that's the only conclusion I can come. Kind of what with. I've been <laughs> gathering after six years with you folks once a week. Like, ooh, I guess they're not really looking out for our uh, best interests here. Definitely not. Well, I think uh, I think now we really have tapped this topic. Molnupir and Uh coming to a drugstore near you. Um, yeah. Thanks, everybody, for joining us today. Uh, be sure to like and subscribe and share, should you so desire. And we'll see you all on the next one. Bye. 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 Bye.